0: Zach. What's up, Edward? Howdy doody, my friend.
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You gonna take in it. a You're going to take that dick. <laughs> you going to start gonna with that. You're going to take that, that dick, uh. <laughs> I'm going to pop off a piece of my dick. Just hands
0: down, one of the funniest scenes well, in cinema history.
1: Can we just be honest and say that Paul Rudd is a fucking comical he's, genius? He's pretty damn good. He's I mean, pretty. like, even even in Ant-Man, it was amazing how funny he was.
0: I'm really eager to see how he does in the new Ghostbuster film. Like, oh,
1: my God, he's in the new Ghostbuster film? Yes, I'm super excited. Oh, that it's not going to be... It's a the, continuation
0: from the original.
1: Oh, thank God. Yeah, Because that abomination that they made with the, the girls was so bad. Yeah. Look, so, full disclosure, as a kid... Ghostbusters was one of my favorite movies. Oh, it was my jam. So, I had the toys and. Oh, yeah. No, I had like the little backpack and the fucking yeah. jumpsuit. Like, See, I had yeah. It all. I didn't have all that. I had the little trap that you rolled out on the floor. Dude, yes. I did all that shit. But when they said they were going to make, like, dude, they didn't say they were going to do a remake. They just said they were going to do like a reboot, I guess, right. of Ghostbusters. And then they were like, well, it's going to be all women. I was like, well, all those women are hilarious. It should be great. Yeah. And then I saw the car. Yeah. And I was like, why would you make it out of the shittiest Cadillac ever? Oh. And then after that, I was off. Then they painted it pink, and I was like, nah, definitely not. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when I watched
0: that version of it, I was drunk, so I really don't really remember it. But I remember it being bad enough to where I wanted to get drunker quicker. Yeah. There's... Batter? Did I say batter? Ugh. Uh, I don't know what I (laughs) said. So we're talking about movies. I want you to play this game with me. Okay. Name a movie or take any movie you want. Okay. One character has to be human. The rest are played by Muppets. What movie?
1: And what character? The rest are played by Muppets? Yep. Waiting. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I want want Ryan Reynolds to play his normal part. Okay. And then I want the entire rest of the cast to be Muppets. I think
0: I'm going Tombstone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who's the character that's the person?
0: I, I'm stuck between Val Kilmer and uh, Kurt Russell. Um, because I, I think watching a Muppet say, I'll be your Huckleberry, would be hilarious. Yes. But also seeing a Muppet with that bushy mustache that Kurt Russell has would still just be as funny
1: well so and then i I don't take kurt
0: russell serious in that movie anyways but
1: well right like i think it would be funny to see kurt russell slap a muppet in the face (laughs) right so like i'm all for that but then it's like what if what if uh billy bob thornton was the only like real person and you see a muppet just like beat the shit out of him that would be hilarious (laughs) right Can you imagine a Muppet just fucking like backhanding him, making him bleed? What else would be a a good movie still? I was thinking thinking waiting, right? Because when he does the little alfalfa sprouts, right? (laughs) But it'd be like Gonzo back there making the food. So they'd be like little blue ball hairs. (laughs) Oh my God, it would be so funny.
0: You know one that it wouldn't work? It's two girls, one cup. It wouldn't work on that.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of a classic. I don't really think you change a classic. <laughs> All right. You ready to get this going? Let's fucking go. Hit that shit. Woo!
0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of 2 Wanna Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. And Woo! here we are again for another episode, Assholes. Um. So, yesterday, we talked uh, about the San Francisco 49ers, and we've mentioned it many times, that they have moved up to the three spot in the draft now. A lot of speculation already is that they're going to take a quarterback, and, I mean, if you move up like that, more than likely you're taking a quarterback. Yesterday, as we said, they reported that they were looking at three quarterbacks, and as of late yesterday, it has come out now there are five quarterbacks that they like. Uh, Kyle Shanahan also came out and said something along the lines of, if you're listening to stuff outside of the 49er organization, that's just irresponsible. So I guess if you're listening to us, you're irresponsible. Hi.
1: I'm pretty sure that anyone tuning in is irresponsible on their own. That is true.
0: So with with them liking five quarterbacks, which we already know the top five that are out there, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones – I mean, do
1: they go outside of that five? No, I mean, if you're if you're a forty nine er fan, and they draft like I don't know who's the quarterback from Texas, Ellinger, Ellinger, whatever the hell his name is. Okay, right, Sam Ellinger. What what if they draft him? You you think you're you think your forty nine er fans are going to be happy with that? No, I don't think so. So. I mean, outside of those guys, I mean, Kellen. If they went with Kellen Mond, I would, I would be pissed off.
0: And you know, I I have seen a report to where there's speculation that Kellen Mond could get drafted by them, which again is very unusual because of the fact, like your boy uh, Kyle Trask, hasn't been talked about, excuse me, it for in the first round. Um, I. I see them
1: more going with Justin Fields. Um, yeah. I, that... I, I thought for sure, I mean, my mock draft, I have them taking Trey Lance. Right. I know you hate Trey Lance, but, you know, they made the trade to move up to number three right after his pro day. Um, So in my mock draft, that's who I have them taking. That's not who I think they should take. I think they should take Justin Fields because – I feel like, hands down, he's the third-best quarterback. He might be the, the second-best quarterback in this draft. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, is going to get all the hype, and he's getting uh, he's getting drafted number one. But the, the, you could make an argument for me that Justin Fields is the number one quarterback in the draft. So, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to take Trey Lance, but – you know, who knows? It, but it definitely will not be anyone below Mac Jones. There's no way that they can do that.
0: Well, Thursday can't get here quick enough. We're two days away, not counting today. So uh, uh, we'll see how that goes. But let's look at the aftermath of that, okay? Regardless of what quarterback they take, what are they doing with Jimmy G? Now, there was rumors that they were in talks of trading him to New England, which I think is the dumbest thing ever. Um, but they're –
1: why do you think it's dumb?
0: Because of the fact, why would New England want him back? Regardless of him knowing the system and stuff like that. Like, you, if, if Jimmy G didn't succeed in San Francisco, what, do you really want to take a chance on him again? I like Cam Newton better than Jimmy G in New England.
1: Um, No, I agree with that, the Cam Newton part of it. But, I mean, what about Matt Castle? Matt Castle succeeded in his one season in New England. True. Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty good in New England. He knows the system. He knows the Patriots' way. He completely buys in with what Bill Belichick's trying to sell. I mean, why wouldn't you want to bring a guy like that in?
0: But we, we've talked about it in the past. As we've seen multiple times whenever a quarterback leaves New England after being successful, the next team that they go to, they're complete garbage. Well, the closest Tom Brady. Well, except for Tom Brady. Now, granted, uh, wait. Wait. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Tom Brady
1: is a Hall of Famer. So Jimmy G was
0: in the Super Bowl with San Francisco recently, right?
1: Well, yeah, technically.
0: So that's somewhat of success. Jacoby Brissett—they've already moved on from him uh, in Indy. So I—I I don't know. I—I I just don't see the value in Jimmy G going back to New England, other than they're familiar with him. He's familiar with the system. It's like. You broke up with your most recent sweetheart, and now you go back to your ex because you know the Gluck glu- glu- 3000 <laughs> will do its job.
1: Hey, man. Every once in a while, you get that little Texas tornado. Oh, yes, daddy. Whoa, wait a minute. That sounds a little inappropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I could see him, if they do trade him. Um,
1: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know, man. I r- go to Atlanta, but with them sitting at 4, are they going to take a quarterback. We've talked about that yesterday. Yeah, that's um, right
1: there. That's the one that's going to be or the even biggest th- monkey wrench, I feel like. Going to Houston.
0: But again, Houston doesn't have anything to offer to get Jimmy G. Not, uh, well, they have Chicago. The they can go to Chicago. Um I don't know. Like, I, I I really see it that Jimmy G's days are numbered. I think he sees the writing on the wall. He's on his way out. Um, maybe he's giving reference as far as – or preference to where he wants to go. And maybe they're trying to work on that and seeing what they can do just so it's not a complete, like, hatred relationship between uh,
1: the organization and Jimmy G. I don't know. So – Yeah, I think people have put too much – stock and that kind of stuff in the NFL. I think somebody like Jimmy G would know, hey, this is a a business. They're going to do what's best for their organization, and it's not anything personal. Now, other guys are divas, and sometimes they take shit like that personal. But, I mean, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to find a trade market for Jimmy Garoppolo just because, like, nobody wants him. Right, you know, like he's not—he's not a winning quarterback. He hasn't proven he can win a Super Bowl. I don't even think he's made a Pro Bowl. So, I mean, who, you know, who is he really? Like, I feel like Sam Darnold is a better person to have, you know, than than uh, than Jimmy Garoppolo. But I feel like in New England, for whatever reason, they really like him. They drafted him. They held on to him for a long time before they got rid of him. And, you know, honestly, maybe they got rid of him to kind of smooth over some stuff with Tom Brady, and he ended up leaving anyway. So, I'm not really sure. I don't know. If I was was a quarterback in the NFL, I don't think I'd want to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. I I think his, like, it's like his whole world is just imploding, you know?
0: Well, he's going to have to show that he needs to be on that team or
1: kick rocks. I think that ship has sailed, to be totally honest. I feel like. If you have your head coach already saying that he likes five different quarterbacks, I mean, if they're breaking down tape on five different quarterbacks, like your days are pretty much numbered. Right. You know, but dude, I don't know. I, I feel like we'll see. Obviously we'll see what happens Thursday. But if, if San Francisco drafts Trey Lance, you're going to see a scramble at number four, because yeah. that phone for Atlanta is going to blow up.
0: Well, and we've already read that Atlanta's entertaining the idea of possibly trading that pick, too. Um, speaking of Atlanta and trades, we, we mentioned on the last episode that they're talking about trading Julio Jones.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: one thing that I heard this morning, <laughs> a perfect trade, in my opinion, him going to Green Bay. 100%. I think that would be the best trade Probably in the history of NFL. Oh yeah. I I don't care what Atlanta gets out of it as long as it's not Aaron
1: Rodgers or Well they wouldn't get Aaron Rodgers. They'd probably get like a second round pick, but right.
0: Thirty-two year old wide receiver with three years left on his contract. And it's rumored that Atlanta is wanting to eat up twenty million
1: just to get rid of them.
0: Just to get rid of them. And I hate saying the term get rid of him because of the they're, fact that... Yeah, they're it
1: doing it for him. cap reasons, but, Right? I mean,
0: still. And, you know, there's still some value in Julio. Like, granted, of like, last year he only played, I think, nine games. Um, yeah, he's up there in age, but the dude is still somebody that you can't underestimate.
1: No, And then you line him up on the other side of uh, Devontae Adams? Good God. Oh, my God. It, it, <clears> if <throat> Green Bay can't
0: win with that kind of offense... Well,
1: so I was going to say... Last year, after the NFC Championship game, I was thinking, you know what, go ahead and bet the marbles, go ahead and bet the farm, whatever you want to bet, bet your 401K. The Green Bay Packers will be in the Super Bowl the next season. Yep. If, if that's how I feel now, and then you add Julio Jones, It's guaranteed. It's, it's It's almost like it's guaranteed that they're going to get there. Well, then it makes it to where for the draft – all they got to do is draft defensive guys. Yeah. <laughs> you have to draft offensive guys. Don't even worry about that side of the ball. You got, in my opinion, they signed the best running back that was available. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and then you have Devontae Adams. You still have um, Aaron Rodgers. I think, you know, maybe like the biggest hole on their team is tight end. Okay. But really, that guy's pretty damn good, too. Yeah. So, you know. You get you get another dynamic wide receiver like that, and then it's just it's just depending. Every drive's going to end in a touchdown. It's just who's going to get it. You know? <laughs> it's insane.
0: It it's bizarre mm-hmm. uh, the depth that that offense has, and just beating a dead horse right now. Adding Julio on there is that just
1: uh,
0: I just creamed. Um,
1: well, yeah, I know who I'm going to play as in in Madden 21. Right. <laughs> I, do too, I mean.
0: So. I don't know. Um, we forgot to do it right out the beginning, so we'll mention them now. Shout out to our other friends over at the other podcast, Alcoholics Autonomous. Did I say there it correct go. this time? Yeah. Uh, Justin and Christian over there doing hellacious, funny shit over there. Uh, drinking, telling stories, and giving you some info that you didn't know you need. So, info and,
1: and life lessons, which is weird. Absolutely. We're not used to, we're not used to doing that. So go,
0: go check them out. Uh, I listened to one of their latest podcasts and Christian mentioned us at the end and he was giving us hell because we did that. And so it was a little payback and then we followed without mentioning them. But now here we are battling back and forth on who's going to tell them first. So boys, here's your shout out. All y'all who haven't listened to them, go give them a try. Uh, great stuff over there. Oh, um, moving on into more NFL stuff. Um, forgot where I was going to go with that. Saw a, a sad story this morning about Geno Hayes, a former NFL linebacker, passed away at age 33 due to liver disease. Um, Geno Hayes played for Jacksonville. Um, he was a 6th round pick in Tampa Bay. He also played in Chicago. Um, not like a very star-studded stat record. Uh, of course, you can tell it was a short career Um, but it's just sad to hear something like that to somebody so young.
1: Yeah. Terrible, man. Terrible news. Stuff like that just gets at you, you know, like, especially we're, we're a little bit older than him, you know, Yeah. and it's just awful. And, you know, he's got a family and, you know, he, he probably has kids and it's just, it's just awful. I couldn't even imagine like, you know, when I need advice or whatever, I go to my dad and, you know, I'm still, I'm lucky that I still have my dad to talk to, you know, so I can't even imagine what those kids are going through and what his family's feeling. But
0: I didn't mean to bring the mood down on that. I just no, I mean came, came across the gonna... came across the feed and just <clears throat> thought we'd give a little shout out to him. RIP,
1: dude. Yeah. Um. Hey, well, on a on a lighter note, did you see that Gronkowski's still doing Gronkowski shit?
0: Are you talking about with the uh, Guinness Book of World Record?
1: Yeah. What a moron! <laughs> he caught a football dropped from a helicopter. And now he's in the book.
0: I've always wanted to be in the Guinness Book of World Record. I tell myself every year, I write it on a little notepad and go, this is the year I try to break some type of record in there. And then I forget about it and don't do it. And honestly, I don't know what record it would be, but I want to find the easiest one and see what I can get done.
1: Ooh. You there? You there? Oh uh, there you go. Uh, hey. it was frozen for a good twenty seconds. Let it go. I made a comment. I don't know if you heard me. Nope. Yeah, I was just being stupid. I, I don't know really what record you could break.
0: I don't either. Um but apparently you can catch a football from six hundred feet and make it into the Guinness Book of World Record.
1: You should like we should rent a helicopter and then like, you catch one from like six hundred and fifty feet and just give Gromp the finger. Right. Wait, would, just, would you do, just one up him just a little bit?
0: Would you do the Gronk smash after that, or Spike? No, Gronk smash. That just
1: sounds weird. <laughs> uh, you know, I think you probably there probably is a record you could beat. Is how many hot dogs you could fit in your mouth <laughs> one time? Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. How many do you think you could fit? Like twenty-five, thirty? I don't know. That's a typical Tuesday. I mean, that's, I just kind of figured that was your wheelhouse. I didn't
0: know. <laughs>
1: you got to start somewhere, <laughs> right? Is there an actual record
0: for that? Hot dogs in your mouth? Yeah.
1: I'm sure there is. Let's search. I mean, there's, there's records for dumb shit. That is true. Because I know there's a record, obviously, for most hot dogs eaten.
0: Yep. Um, here we go recordsetter.com.
1: Did you really look it up? Oh, yeah, Uh, 14 14. hot dogs. I just looked it up. In Lubbock, Texas. In Lubbock? Well, yeah, there's not shit to do in Lubbock. Right. You go watch the Red Raiders (laughs) and then there's no beer to drink, that's it. I'm
0: bored. You know what, Drew? We should see how many hot dogs you fit in that mouth and go ahead and record it. By God, let's do it. I bet the
1: conversation started a little different. It was like, hey man. You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> we should put that, that mouth in a record book. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, But well, what can I do as a record? Hey, go get you some of them Oscar Myers.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Go get the bun length ones.
1: Yeah. Now you're talking.
0: <laughs> Most consecutive paddle ball hits while blindfolded. That's stupid. That's a record. Fastest time to eat two happy hippos on the 22nd birthday while dressed as a banana is a record.
1: Well, we missed our 22nd birthday. We wow. fucking wasted 13 years. What have we been doing?
0: We've you done mean nothing.
1: To, you mean to tell
0: me that we could be somewhat famous by dressing up as a banana and eating happy hippos? What's a happy hippo? I think they're the gummies. I don't know. I don't feel like clicking on it because I'm so, so distracted. Let me ask you but- this.
1: So getting a little personal, when you're, you know, by yourself, not not that by yourself, what's your, like, what's the weirdest thing? You know what? Maybe I don't want to ask this question. <laughs> like, what is your, like, hidden talent? Right? I- See, like, I don't think I have one.
0: I, I don't know. Like, I, I've i never even give, given it any type of thought. I feel like now I have to record my day just to know. Like, get a GoPro, get one of those chess pieces with the little extender on it, and just record me all day long.
1: Yeah, because then, like, but you'd have to have somebody else watch it. I'll right? send because it to somebody. You. Well, okay, of course. But, or I'll post it
0: can, on 2 uh, 1B Athletes Talk Sports YouTube page. You can do Go that. Check it out.
1: And then, like, then you have them watch it, and they're like, oh, my God, did you just do that? And then you'd be like, what? And you'd be like, nobody does that. Right. Right? And that would be – then you'd be like, oh, okay, well, then that's my – because, like, if you go and you make, like, a box of macaroni and you eat it in, like, a minute, people would be like, good God, you know?
0: I think i do that with ramen. Like, I'll, I'll make two packages of ramen and eat the whole thing pretty damn quick. But I don't do that daily, though. If oh, I did, right. I, I should be
1: a lot bigger. Well, yeah, that's a lot of sodium.
0: Um, Most bites taken out of three apples in 30 seconds.
1: That sounds pretty stupid.
0: Well, 104 consecutive bites of three apples in 30 seconds was the record by a Swedish guy in 2015. Good God. How small are the bites? Oh, they're bites. Oh, 104 on three apples? Highest drop of a hot dog into a hot dog bun.
1: <laughs> Are you
0: fucking kidding me? Why is this a
1: thing? That's dumb. No, it so like, what it about, was dropped from
0: 86 feet and made it into a hot dog bun. Well, Did somebody hold the hot dog
1: bun and like catch it?
0: I don't know. We're, we're going to watch this
1: video. Right now?
0: Yes, right now, right now. I'm going to share this with the world. Can you see it? Yes. The people who are listening to the audio, you're missing out on it. Go check (laughs) it out on YouTube. You can see us sharing this on. All right, so we got the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. This is weird.
1: I don't like this already.
0: So, I don't see anybody, like, officiating this.
1: No. There's like this random cone out in the middle of the street. No, we'll fix it later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so somebody is holding it. Okay. First try, they get it. But, so, I need a camera like, down there.
1: I well, need- so, my question is, like, the chick down there at the bottom that's holding the, uh, the hot dog bun, like, how do you convince her... Hey, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to go to the parking garage, and I'm just going to throw hot dogs at you. Like, how does that work? How do,
0: how do you come across this world record? Like, this is so stupid. It is stupid. This is dumb. I'm sorry to all our fans for wasting your time on that. Oh let's, get, let's get back to shit that matters.
1: Oh, so what are we going to talk about? Porn or beer?
0: Ooh, poker.
1: I like that one.
0: So, the World Series of Poker is coming back live this year. In person. In person.
1: In September. Uh,
0: In September 30th through November 23rd. As of April 1st, 2021, World Series of Poker announced that they're having plans for this year. Um, I think we've mentioned before in a previous episode that the governor of Nevada has requested that all counties be fully open by June 1st. Of course Clark County uh, Nevada is where Las Vegas is is the most popular popular spot in that state and they want everything back open. I uh, read a report the other day that jobs have booming are booming out there so hopefully all poker rooms start opening back up. Um, you're planning a trip soon, aren't you?
1: Yeah buddy. So you, hopefully, We're going, we're going uh, I don't know, the 16th or something like that in June. We'll be there.
0: So normally the World Series of Poker is held during the summer, which makes sense because a lot of people take right. time off in the summer or whatever, right? With it being held a little bit later now, practically starting in the fall, do you think the turnout will be as big as it usually is for the main event?
1: Well, I mean, it's the World Series of Poker. Um, so, yeah, because – People come in from all different parts of the world hmm. to play in the World Series of Poker. I mean, the draw is—you know—that's that's the crowning achievement. You know, you get, when you win a bracelet from a WSOP event, I mean, like you're world famous almost instantly, right? You know, I mean, obviously there are some lower level games that people don't really pay attention to or watch, but I mean, you win the main event. Everybody knows who you are, at least for a couple years, you know? Absolutely. I mean, think about, think about people that have won in the, in the last couple of years. I mean, we still remember their names, you know? So winning the, winning the WSOP main event is still like the Holy grail. So yeah, of course. Now you might not have as many of guys like us play where they're not full on poker professionals. So maybe the field is a little more, you know, little more stacked, I would say, but, right, you know, does it, I mean, does it really matter? It just means that you have less fish to weed through because all the guys that are going to play in September, they were going to play in June anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So.
0: So um, they, they, they have it marked on here as the main event is expected uh, to begin on Thursday, November 4th and run through Wednesday, November 17th. Uh, so, I, I think with it being live and the disappointment that people had with online World Series of Poker last year due to COVID, the fucking COVID, um, fucking Rona. I, I think people are are going to be super thrilled to sit back down at a table and play. So I think we may have the highest record turnout
1: ever. I mean, that's possible too. I didn't even think about that aspect of it, that we didn't even have one last year.
0: Well, I mean, we did, but it was online. Well, and Okay. Well, it's so kind of like the asterisk next to it, right? Like, right. like nobody, like, I couldn't even tell you who won it because I, don't, I didn't care. Yeah.
1: I don't know who won because I don't care. Right. I feel like it's not the same thing. I feel like the World Series of poker should be played in person. Absolutely. This online, like, oh, I clicked this button and I did this. Like, that's dumb and then you're on your computer you can be using all kinds of like opening range sheets and, yes you know you, you practically have cheat and...
0: sheets in front of you and
1: right like f all that i want you to play live i want you to try to read the opponent across from you yeah well, I, I want it to be a real poker tournament we've
0: seen online poker players go into world series of poker tournaments and dominate
1: yeah some um, have done very well but right so I mean, the, the, the online the poker player
0: is not one that you need to underestimate all the time, but for the most part, uh, I think table time is a lot more valuable than how many hours you put in on a computer.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, putting hours in on a computer can get you, you know, you can perfect your, like your GTO type play, right. You know, you can perfect your pre-flop opening range from what position and all that kind of stuff. But the, the aspect of actually holding the chips and watching the pot and, you know, calculating it yourself. Like there's just no, you, there's no substitute for that.
0: You just pick up different demeanors when you're sitting across the table from somebody. <clears throat> right. I My biggest question with them coming back and hopefully with it being as late as it is. And a lot of people getting the vaccine and stuff like that. If they're going to limit the number of people to a table, are they going to have those stupid ass dividers up? Because apparently totally. COVID can't go around or under or over these fucking right. plastic walls. Right. Um,
1: yeah, it's not I, a very smart virus.
0: And, oh, uh, <laughs> this damn I thing. I want to get to
1: that person, but there's some sort of barrier. <laughs>
0: uh, I think we're going to look back in a couple of years and go, wow, that was one of, one of the many dumb
1: things that we did during that. I mean, yeah, um, like, I don't want to discount The coronavirus, because obviously it's killed a lot of people. Absolutely, but but I I mean... it's killed a lot of people because we were really stupid with it. It's almost... I don't know. That's
0: a whole other topic. I don't want to go there. One of the things that they mentioned on here as well is their their opening weekend is expected to feature a special charity event to benefit frontline health workers. A $25,000 horse and a $5 million uh, guaranteed no-limit hold'em event billed as The Reunion. So, that is something they're having during their uh, opening weekend. and That's
1: pretty cool. I
0: would almost want to go to the opening weekend just for the the charity event to help out the frontline workers. Like, that is pretty awesome, right? That is pretty cool. And any purse that, if I was to win, I would probably donate uh, some of it as well.
1: Yeah, Um, I think you would have to, yeah.
0: um, I know it's been a dream of ours that we've talked about for decades, is sitting down and playing in the main event.
1: No, so no, freaking awesome!
0: any of you listening who want to go ahead and donate 10 grand to each of us a uh, piece oh, so yeah. we can go ahead and sit down. I'll make you proud and I'll last
1: at least through the first day. Well, no, look, Hey, anybody that wants to sponsor me, I'll give you half of the winnings. I'll, I'll give you three fourths. Now no, what? Okay. Well then one up me asshole. That's fine. I just want the bracelet.
0: And of course I'd like the money, but the bracelet, I think now granted the, the, the bracelets are starting to look more like belt buckles.
1: Dude, I was gonna say, like, what is going on? Like, I know we're in Texas and we always say bigger is better and everything's bigger right. in Texas and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm with you. But a belt buckle on my arm, like right. I don't want to be wearing a like I want a bracelet here, right? I don't want it to be like this. Right. Right? I don't want it to look like a cuff or something. It's like a whole forearm uh, guard. Yeah, well, and then like like Phil Hellmuth, right? He's got how many, like 16 bracelets? 17, 18, something like something that. Something like that. What, do they just all like go down his whole forearm? Like, Let's could see. you imagine? Hey, you get fitted for your bracelet, but not on your wrist, on your freaking elbow. Like, how weird is that?
0: All-time stats. Phil Hellmuth has 15 bracelets.
1: Okay, so he's got 15 bracelets, but he's got normal bracelets. Yeah. He doesn't have these gargantuan freaking.
0: Who do you think has the most caches? Uh, Daniel Negreanu. That is correct. Uh, all times by earning.
1: Mm, Daniel Negreanu.
0: Nope. Antonio Estefar.
1: diari There you go. He is the magician.
0: He is up on, uh, Daniel Negreanu by about three mil.
1: He plays a lot more cash. Yeah. <clears throat> if we are talking, I think if we we're talking only WSOP events, I think Daniel Nagranio is at in the lead of that. No, this is W S O P. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about just general earnings. No, just wow. W- well, I did not know that. That's that's news to me. Um is a very good player. Mm-hmm. Um he's kind of cocky, he's a little mouthy. Um I kinda like it. <laughs> um he's not one of my favorite players, but what are you gonna do? All
0: right. Um, any do you think a fan favorite is that is gonna win this year? Um, I mean, it's such a crapshoot, it really is. Cause, like, you know, Negron always does his, um, what is it, kind of like fantasy or he does his yeah. pickles, right? And yeah, everybody has uh, a they score. do like a prop
1: bit on the side, yeah, yeah,
0: um. And there's always a sleeper that somebody picks and
1: that sleeper hits. Uh, well, and usually the sleeper is somebody that like they're coaching. Right. And It's so weird. They'll be like, Oh, this guy, he's so good. I've taught him this and he just picked it up and he took off and everybody's like, who the hell is this guy? And it's like, Oh, Hey, you're November nine. And he's like right in the middle of it. Yep. So crazy.
0: I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad it's coming back. Uh, hopefully I can start saving up my pennies or people can go ahead and sponsor us and, uh we go play. Um That would be... I would even um, like to go do an episode out there.
1: Hell yeah, that's yeah. an idea there, buddy. Start <clears throat> saving your nickels. I'll say, when I'm in Vegas, I don't think I'm going to be doing the podcast from the hotel room. No. I thought about it, but you won't be there, so... Yeah, I, couldn't make it this year. We'll have that, to be... There's
0: the always following. next year. Absolutely. Um... I'm going to go ahead and give some picks for today. Today like, is
1: like betting picks.
0: Yeah. Today is April 27th, Tuesday. Well, that's um, pretty, uh,
1: that's pretty, uh, ambitious of you. I guess that means that you're going to have the episode up today.
0: I am going to have it up today. Hopefully, I can get, uh, the YouTube episode up as well. Hell yeah. Um, I still got to get yesterday's up, but I'll get it up. Those of y'all Thanks. who are waiting patiently, thank you. Thanks, Mr. Producer. Yep. 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 Um, All right. So today we've got New York Islanders and Washington Capitals playing, Flyers and Devils, Sabres and Rangers, Bruins, Penguins, Red Wings, Blue Jackets, (laughs) Red versus Blue, Uh, Lightning, Blackhawks, Panthers, Predators, Hurricanes, Dallas, or Stars. Is there a new hockey team I'm not aware of? I'm sure. uh, The Vegas Golden Knights,
1: maybe. I thought you just said Blackhawks. I was like,
0: Blackhawks, yes.
1: The Blackhawks. uh, Wait a minute. (laughs) You got to look out. (laughs) Um,
0: Anyways, uh, I went ahead and plugged them all in my little formulas that I have built up and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and trust it because for the month of April, my system is on money lines, 67% accurate. And to me, I like those numbers. So whether you're going to do parlay or if you're going to do uh, straight bets, here's what I got. We're gonna go with Capitals over the Islanders, Flyers, Rangers, Penguins, Blue Jackets, Lightning, Panthers, Hurricane. Uh, Those y'all who are get real risky and want to do over under, over unders suck for me this week or last week in hockey. But we got uh, Boston and Pittsburgh at five and a half. Um, We'll go under uh, Buffalo and Rangers at six. We're gonna go under. Yeah, no, over on that one. Uh, Red Wings and Blue Jackets at five. That one is going to be a definite over. Uh, Let's see, Panthers, Predators at five and a half. We're going to go over. Lightning Black Hawks. There you go. Yeah. Yeah uh we're sitting at six we're gonna go over on that one hurricanes and stars at five and a half and we're gonna go under so those are ed's hockey picks for today if you lose money sorry about your luck don't blame me for it if you win money go ahead and shed some my way
1: hey so i think um we're gonna make it a thing we're gonna start posting those picks on twitter yes so um if you guys want some help or you want to you know lose some money um Follow us on Twitter. Um, Ed is doing the more of the the hockey picks now. Uh, I'm more of an NFL better. So once the NFL season starts, then I'll start putting my picks out there. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm dabbling we a little can make bit. Make you guys some money for listening. I'm dabbling a
0: little bit in uh, baseball right now. I'm in the process of making up some formulas right now to where I can get some projections going. Um, I want <clears throat> to start looking at baseball mainly for prop betting because um, team betting is really hard to do in my opinion just because of the fact that baseball changes so so often as far as the pitchers and the middle relief and so forth. So um, if y'all have any opinions on it or if y'all want some info as far as what I'm dealing with as far as these formulas and stuff like that, please go ahead and hit me up. Uh, I'm willing to share it because I'm not – a selfish person i'm always willing to share my knowledge on stuff and how i'm figuring out these picks so you want to know hit me up on twitter facebook whatever and uh we can go that route
1: yeah i mean we're not professionals not at all we're not living in vegas we're not experts this is just our opinion. We do a lot of maths. Absolutely. Formulas um, and spreadsheets are our best friends. I'm all about numbers. Yeah, um, Some of your spreadsheets, not going to lie, get me pretty hard. Yeah. I like them a lot. So, you got anything else, man? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was looking at some of the standings for Major League Baseball. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's obviously there's a couple surprises, but it kind of looks like, it uh, kind of looks like the teams that we thought were going to be there are starting to move to the top again. Yep. So, um, I mean, obviously Boston's still at the top, which I don't really think Boston's going to be able to stay there. But they're there right now. So, you know, what are you going to do? So, while, while we're talking about baseball real quick,
0: I was watching a game yesterday, or more like keeping up with it via yeah. – ESPN app the Braves and Cubs match so first off the Braves have not been very good this season right they they were 9 and they were 9 and 12 going into last night's game um I was expecting Chicago to to win that game I don't know why just because of how bad that the Braves have been yeah right out the gate first inning Atlanta goes up 4-0 immediately I'm just like okay I'm eating my words it's cool uh, second inning, nothing magical. Fourth inning, Atlanta gives up a grand slam. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> um, it was an actual good match watching everything play out. And the Braves actually came out and won 8-7. So it, it was a game that kind of kept you at the edge of your seat. Um, but just looking at those updates and just being like, what the fuck are y'all doing? It, it was a roller coaster of emotions yesterday. I cried a little bit, I vomited, you know. Um yeah. So any games yesterday you watched that you were having fun with or well,
1: I mean, I watched the Astros game. Yeah. Um Urquidy looked pretty good. Um it was great to see Altuve come back from the uh COVID death list. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> You know, they put him back in leadoff. It's it's weird, man. They showed stats uh for the Astros like breakdown. Yeah. Um they started experimenting with putting Carlos Correa in the leadoff spot. And basically, if Carlos Correa or Jose Altuve leads off for the team, they score like eight runs a game. But then if they have almost anyone else lead off, their team batting average is like 085. So I don't know what the deal is with this team and, you know, why their lineup is set up so weird where they need one of those guys to be like the leadoff. But it makes sense because think about what George Springer brought to the team. He was like the the spark plug, you know? So you put him in the leadoff spot, somebody that's like, like animated and has a little emotion to the game. And it's like, they just set the tone for the rest of the team. Mm -hmm. And I guess they were missing that spark. Obviously, Jose Altuve, he's a former MVP, um, perennial all-star. He's probably one of the best second basemen in the entire league. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having him not in the lineup is pretty bad. So I guess obviously just inserting him into the number one spot again, everybody's like, all right, ready to go. And they ended up pulling off the win last night. But uh, the most impressive person for me – on that team right now is Ryan Presley. His his pitching is like it's deadly accurate. Like he is so good right now. He's in the zone. I like it a lot. But, but um that obviously that's a hometown thing. Like I'm going to watch every Astros game that I can. Right. Um but I watched uh the White Sox and Dallas Keuchel was pitching and he looks just like he did when he was in Houston. He you know he nibbles right around the zone. He never really throws you anything straight. He's going to make you work in the count. And uh, I'm not sure who, who they were playing, but I think he pitched seven scoreless innings. I mean, he's still got it. He's, I know he's pitching for the White Sox, and I know the White Sox are not leading their division currently, but I was going through some stats. You know me, I love stats. Um, the White Sox currently – have scored the sixth most runs in the league like all all of major league baseball. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to turn it around. They they have to, right? We've yeah, talked about that just, roster before. Yeah, you just can't score that many runs and and not win ball games. Yeah. And they're on this list. They've scored 108 runs in 21 games. All the teams that are in front of them have all played at least one more game. So I mean, they're not too far off. They're just having some bad luck with some some pitching. Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm looking at now how many runs they've given up. Um, it's probably going to tell the story. So wow, it really isn't. They've they've only given up 87 runs. So I mean, it's pretty close. The split the split's pretty close. It's what 21 runs different. on the plus side right Um, so i feel like they have to turn it around they've
0: got to man there's way too much talent on that team for them to just keep sucking dick
1: (laughs) i mean yeah without having a better way to say it yeah i mean (laughs) their their team era their team era is 3.72 which is pretty damn good right i mean there's only there's only a handful that seems better than them they're like 10th, I guess they're 10th in the entire, uh, entire league. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's still that obviously that's still my team to pick in the American league. Um, I feel like there are a couple other teams that are playing pretty well, you know, but I just feel like eventually they'll put it all together. Major league baseball is a, is a marathon, not a sprint. And, you know, trying to, trying to project all this stuff 25 or 23 games in or wherever we're at it's kind of impossible true but you should have a pretty good idea of how the offense is going to do so well baseball fucked me yesterday uh, um because i did
0: dabble in betting baseball i went Mm -hmm. on a three-team parlay um My first two picks, I was pretty confident in. I went with uh, the Dodgers' money line and the Angels' money line. And then I was looking at the Yankees. And I'm like, the Yankees kind of shit the bed this year so far. Um, But they're playing the Orioles. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Put the Yankees on there. Yankees did exactly what I expected. They shit the bed. They lost 4-2. So that immediately busted my parlay. And then I'm just watching and – Angels came out, did their job. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and then the Dodgers lost to the Reds. So I was like, okay, well, I was going to lose anyways. Um, So, and I, again, I don't have my formula stuff set up yet. I went off a website to where um, they have the betting odd probability thus far throughout the season. And I want to say the Dodgers were like, I don't know. 60 or no close to 76 percent as far as excuse me um winning money lines yeah and granted, i could have just looked at the record and done the math myself so i was like okay i'm pretty confident with that and then the angels um i forget who they were playing uh the rangers to me i didn't even have to look at anything and say that's a no-brainer right there yeah um usually oh um, but you know, it's a new day, so we'll see if I even try baseball today. That's why I'm not so give now that we're talking
1: picks. about baseball and we're involved in a fantasy baseball league. Yeah, um, which team do you think is leading the major, major league baseball in home runs?
0: Do, 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 uh, I would say Cincinnati.
1: That is Cincinnati. That is correct. I cheated. Oh, well, I figured he did because I was like, how the <laughs> hell did you get that? Let me. All right. So don't do anything. Okay. Who has the lowest team batting average in the majors? The Marlins. It is your New York Yankees.
0: Wow.
1: They're batting as a team collectively, Two. they're batting 203. Another so. Hat. That's that right there, that's why you shouldn't have bet on the Yankees. So the
0: bats that are on that team though, like, I know, is, right? Is everybody just hurt? Did Aaron Judge's gap being fixed like well, Aaron just...
1: Judge is actually hurt? He's not playing. Um, I mean, what else is new? You know, it's funny, like we're halfway or we're like a quarter of the way into the season. Not even a quarter. We're like I don't know, like an eighth of the way into the season. And guess who's not playing? Mike Judge, I just – earned Mike Judge. Mike Judge. <laughs> Wrong Who? guy. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is obviously not playing. Yep. And Trout. Trout, he's out too. Dude,
0: it's crazy how, like, Mike Trout every I mean, granted, season – granted, he gets hit by
1: a pitch. So it's a little different. But, suck it up, big boy. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like every season you can just count on he's not going to play every game.
0: I think we talked about that before the season started. We talked about if Mike Trout has this, he's going to be MVP. Yep. He constantly shows he can't stay healthy. Like Ever. change something up, dude. Same thing with Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is so fucking young to yeah. where it's just wasted talent.
1: And I think I think uh Judge, I think he has like an oblique strain in his back, I think. So I mean if that's if that's the injury, like oblique that's oblique strain terrible.
0: on his back.
1: Let me let me look it up real quick, because <laughs> I, I think that's what I read. But I'm, that might have been spring training that he was. They were talking about that. So, oh, you know what? It actually looks like he played last night. Wow! So, yeah, looking
0: looking at their averages right now, Glaber Torres is batting two hundred eight. Uh, uh, Lemayhew, is that how you pronounce it?
1: Yeah, Lemayhew. He's batting two hundred fifty.
0: Yeah. Aaron Hicks one hundred sixty-two. Aaron Judge two
1: hundred fifty. Urschella. Gio Urshela, yeah. Yeah. 264. He's leading the team right now. Yeah, he's their third baseman. I don't even know if he's their everyday third baseman, but he's their third baseman. Like, well, it says Aaron Judge played 20 games, but they've only played 23. So what the hell? He was injured the other day because he was on somebody else's team and they didn't start him.
0: He He's leading the team on base percentage at 372.
1: Who is? Judge. Okay. Yeah, he's Mike, batting two hundred and fifty. He's got four home runs, eighteen hits, nine RBIs. He's only scored seven runs.
0: Garrett Cole, switching to pitching, is three and one. ERA of one seventy one. He's got a WHIP of uh, seventy point seventy three. Wow. Fifty strikeouts. Like, do you think he regrets going to New York right now? Not
1: at all. He got paid. That is true. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to uh, – look, I know everybody around here was like, how can he leave us? What the hell? No. But, I mean, when – yeah, so I was right. Okay, so he didn't – he missed his second straight game with an oblique issue. So I wasn't crazy, but I guess he just came back sooner than, than expected. Um, but anyway, um, no, I mean, I do feel like with Garrett Cole – It's a little bit of the uh, that movie. She's all that. Remember that? (laughs) Where basically (laughs) they just sat around and they were like, "I'm gonna pick a girl and I'm gonna turn her into the prom queen, right?" And that's kind of what the Astros did. They're like, "Let's find a pitcher that no one thinks about and let's turn him into a complete stud." They did outstanding with that. Yeah. Well, and, and to be fair. They've done it a couple times. Yeah. So uh I mean obviously Garrett Cole is the most successful one, but I mean anybody remember Joe Musgrove? Yeah. He used to pitch for the Astros. Yeah. How about uh how about old Ch- uh, Uncle Charlie Morton? Anybody remember that guy? he, used uh, to pitch he for the Astros.
0: He was good last year.
1: This well, year I mean he's just he like He was in the World Series with the Tampa Bay Rays, wasn't he? Yeah. So I mean But is it because of him? Years. Well, I mean, he, he obviously was a big part of that team. No. So, I mean, there's a few guys around the league that the Astros kind of attempted that stuff with. And, well, you know, it Charlie's 2-1 Charlie's and one with five
0: starts. Sitting at a 476 ERA. That's whip, not very good. Whip of 120. 1.20. That,
1: that was this year. I'm talking about he's a little older now. Yeah. Mm. But last year, what were his stats mm. last year? I bet they were pretty good.
0: Well, yeah, they made it to the World Series, but again, I don't know if you would say it was because of him. Granted, it was also a small season, too, so Yeah. Um Let's see, last year, where is he at? Uh he was four seventy-four, whip of one thirty-nine. Uh how many wins did he have? Two. Wait, what? That can't be right. No, I don't think that's right. It's it's showing he only pitched nine games, and he uh, won two and lost two.
1: How do you do in the playoffs, then? Maybe that's what we're talking about.
0: Uh, postseason, pitched four games, started four. He was three and one. Uh, ERA of 270 with a whip of 1.15. There you go. Oh. 20 innings pitched, 23 strikeouts. So, yeah, he had a good hand in the uh, postseason, but it's all in the past now. He needs to do something for Atlanta. I don't know why I keep praising Atlanta.
1: I think I had them uh, pick. I mean, I think just, I don't know, because that, that, they have Acuna. Dude, he's a really good player. Freddie Freeman's a really good player. Papa Free. Dude, hey, did you – so, by the way, did you see the video where uh, um, the the guy for the the Cubs, the third baseman for the Cubs – is he a third baseman? I don't know. His last name is Rizzo. Yeah, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, did you see the video where they caught Freddie Freeman in a rundown? That shit was hilarious. Oh, my God. So, for those of you who haven't seen it, basically, Freddie Freeman gets caught in between second and third – And uh, the ball gets thrown to Rizzo at third base. And as soon as he catches the ball, he starts chasing after Freddie Freeman. But he's mic'd up, so you can hear him. And he's like, Frederick! (laughs) As he's chasing him, he's yelling his name, telling him he's going to get him. And then eventually he ends up tagging him out. And when Freddie Freeman gets up, he is laughing so hard. (laughs) It's good to see... That these guys can be paid like millions of dollars. And still have fun. And they're still having fun playing the game. I mean that to me that makes it so much better, man. So here I we enjoyed that. I enjoyed the hell out of that.
0: Let's see if this is the right one. Of course I missed. Hey! One. <laughs> Come on.
1: Frederick! Freddy. <laughs>
0: That's some good shit.
1: <laughs> as soon as he saw me, I like, That's good stuff, man. And- I just started dying.
0: <laughs> Frederick! Freddy! <laughs> oh, I love it. Great stuff.
1: This shit's so-, so good.
0: Well, so oh, man, good. I had fun today. You?
1: Yeah. 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 I like doing this stuff, man. We, we can come back do it again. I wish again. we could just stay on Zoom all day. Oh, yeah, let's run it back.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another episode of 2 Be Athletes Talk Sports. We do appreciate it. You know where to find us on all the social media accounts at your next AA meeting. Go ahead and mention us, and uh, maybe you'll get an extra coin or something. (laughs) So, uh, I'm Ed. I'm Zach. There we go. And we'll catch you next time, asshole.